Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solo line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It is your host here, Annalena. And today I decided to share something that has been coming up a lot on my Instagram, like a question that people have been asking over and over again. So I decided to do a little episode about it. And the topic is defined versus undefined in your human design chart, because I have been posting a lot about the gates in the human design chart, and we have a total of 64 gates. And there's also centers. I have been also sharing about that already and probably will share more about that as well. But people tend to get a little bit confused. What is the difference? And they get into this um, idea sometimes. Okay, I have this missing. What does this mean if this is defined? What does this mean if it's not defined or undefined? And Sometimes people don't even know what it means when it's defined and undefined. So I have here actually my chart. And so this is me, nice and beautiful. And obviously, if you're listening to this on my regular podcast, on iTunes or anywhere else, then you may not see the physical chart in front of you, but you can always hop over to my Instagram or to my YouTube channel and actually have a peek at my chart as well. But even from just listening, you will get a really good insight into that. And I also know that some of you are more advanced with human design, but some of you are also totally spanking new to human design and you have no idea what all this means. So I want to make this um, comprehensible and easy for you guys. So if you look at your human design chart, you're going to notice that some things are white, right? Some things are colored in. And depending where you pull your human design chart from, I always prefer to use geneticmatrix.com, but there's lots of other websites, right? And there's these little like triangles and squares, and there's also lots of lines that you can see. And then on the left and the right, you will see all these symbols of planets, and a lot of numbers. And I know when you see this first, this can look very confusing. So I want to help you understand, first of all, where this is coming from. And then I'm going to dive into a little bit. Okay, what is this defined and undefined in your chart? So basically, when you look at your human design chart, you're going to see on the right, you see all these numbers. There's typically in black, but again, it depends on the software you're using. So for genetic matrix, it's black. And what's on the right side, this is based on the exact time that you were born. So when I was born, Annalena, the sun, so this is the sign, the first on the top is the sign for the sun. The sun was in gate 13. Yeah, there are 64 gates in human design. And those gates, what is that meaning? This is like an archetypal energy that has a specific meaning. And 
this originally goes back to the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching. And if you ask me, this is basically how the universe works. If we were just to really understand the 64 archetypal energies, I think we didn't really need any of these like fancy personality assessment tools or human design. But, you know, we don't all have access to this. And human design brings it also so beautifully together. And then there's a second number. You probably will ask this. Okay. In my case, it's 13.2. What is now the point two? So the point two, the second number, is what we call a profile line. And we have six different profile lines in human design. That is probably going to be another episode, just so you know for now. This basically means that this gate, in this case gate 13, can be expressed in different ways. And either in the line one, line two, line three, line four, five, or six energy and it's just a little bit of a different flavor so just to give you a little bit of context the two line we call it the hermit also in the jinkies we call it the dancer it's this energy very introverted energy i do need my alone time i like to kind of withdraw and then i tend to get called out and people people tend to see my natural gifts and talents what comes really easy to me right like with human design it actually really comes easy to me but the thing is, like, I sometimes don't see this myself. I'm like, okay, this comes easy to me. Like, what's the big deal about it? Probably everybody knows this, right? Um, so, again, just so you know, for now, the line has a specific flavor, how this is being expressed in the gate. And it can be one number from one to six. But, again, I'm not going to go into all the details into that. Um, because I think it's going to serve you more if I'm going to do another episode about this and you know go over those six lines in depth because not necessarily more information is always going to be so helpful and i don't want to confuse you guys more so next we have the earth so the earth at the time that i was born was in gate seven also in the profile line two and then we have the north the nodes the north node and the south node they're not actual planets but just for the context of simplicity i'm going to call it planets as well so for me, the North Node was in gate 62, the South Node was in gate 61, the Moon was in gate 45, Mercury gate 19, and so forth, right? These are all the planets. And this is here, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So now... I said that this is based on the time I was born. And this is what we call the conscious side. So these energies are typically something that you're more consciously aware of. And if you think about self-development, we always talk about your conscious mind and your unconscious or subconscious mind, right? We actually talk a lot about the subconscious mind. Um, but this is the conscious part. This is what who you think you are in a way, right? And what I have found is that when people dive into these energies, they feel very, very familiar. Like, yeah, yeah, that's who I am. That, that feels like me. Now, on the left side, which in this case, in my chart is red, this is what we call the unconscious side. Or this is also the body, the physical body that's that's carrying out your life purpose, right? Or your life theme in some way. And that's our unconscious which is like this 95 to 97%-ish, what we often say about the unconscious mind, but we're not really aware of it so much. That's why it's called unconscious, right? But it's highly relevant, obviously. And this is kind of a nice thing, how human design is a little bit different from 
astrology because in astrology we we only have the, the natal chart is only based on the time you were born right but not on the unconscious part of you and this is based on 88 days before you were born so basically when you were still in your mother's womb and just so you know it doesn't matter if you were preemie or when your estimated time of birth was supposed to be this is based on 88 days uh, before the actual time that you happen to come into this world right and so for me in this case the sun was in gate one the earth was in gate two my north node again was in gate 62 south node 61 moon gate 21 mercury gate 50 and so forth yeah and now okay i have all these numbers and now if you take these numbers so i'm going to take now my conscious on the 13 and I'm going to look at my chart. Okay, here I have the 13, right? If I look at this center in the middle, in my case, it's yellow. That's called the G center or identity center. And here, this gate 13 is actually colored in because I have this on my conscious side in my sun, right? So you could literally take a pen and color all these little lines in. And if you're going to go through all my numbers here, the red ones and the black ones, you will find them here in this chart. And some you will also see, for example, the 11, I have this gate 11 or this line here. I have it in two colors, in red and in black. That means I have it both on my conscious side. You see, I have it here in my Neptune. And I also have it in my unconscious side. And this is why it's a double double colored line. Sometimes it's also like a check mark kind of line, depending some other softwares use it. But anytime you see more than one color, that just means you have it both on your conscious and unconscious side. And I also have some gates, for example, gate 50. I have that energy three times in my chart, two times on my unconscious side and one time on my conscious side. And when this happens, that's a very, very strong energy. It's like a theme in my life because that energy is there so much in my chart. So now if you were to do this with your specific chart and you color all these lines in, then what happens, the the single gate in itself, we call this a gate, right? But when two gates connect, so there will always be another number on the other side of this, which we call a channel. So for example, I have gate 13 here at the G center and the other number, if I go further up, would be the 33 that comes off the throat center. But this is white for me. So here I only have the gate 13, but I do not have the full channel. But where I do have a channel, so I have gate 21 coming off my well center. And I also have this gate 45 that comes off the throat center. And you see when these two connect, it creates this continuous flow of energy. And this is what we call a channel in human design. And everything that's also colored in, right in this chart here we call this this is what we call defined and what happens with now the centers that you have in your human design chart because i have this 21 and 45 channel defined or colored in in my chart the two centers of the channel that are on each side right at the end of gate 45 and the end of the beginning of gate 21 so I have one, the throat center, and then one, the will center. This is why these two centers, they get activated in some way. They get defined. They become defined through a channel. And 
Another channel that I have in my chart is the 214 channel or 142 channel that goes from the sacral center to the G center. Again, it's a continuous flow of energy. And this is why these two centers, the G center and the sacral center are defined. Yeah. And sometimes, obviously, those centers can have several channels that are connected to certain centers. So I also have the spleen connected to the sacral center as well through the 3457 channel. So these are the, the only three channels that I have in my chart defined. And this is why I also have the spleen center defined, right? But then there are some other ones, for example, at the top. So this is what we call the Ajna center or in the chakra system would be called the third eye, right? And here I only have this gate 11, but I do not have this gate 56. If I had gate 56 defined in my chart, yeah, based on any planet that would have been in this gate, then I would also have had this Ashna center defined because there would be a full channel. And this is basically why you have certain gates, centers, channels defined or undefined. So anything that is white in your chart, we call it undefined. And anything that is colored in in your chart, we call it defined. And then you will also see, so I have one center, for example, where I have not one single gate defined. So the emotional solar plexus is completely white, right? There's not even one gate here that is colored in or defined. And those centers, we call them open. And if you have any center, right, where there's not one single gate defined, then you will also call this you can call it also undefined, but it's also called completely open because there's not even one gate activation. And now the big question is that I often receive from people like, okay, I have this, I don't have this, like what does this mean? So one of the things that I learned early on from my first teacher, so Karen Parker is who I studied with at the time. And she always said, you have all of the chart. And I really like this because we can so easily fall into seeing who we really are as a disadvantage or we're missing something or somebody has it better off than I do, right? Because for example, I'm telling you, like I have this money channel, this 2145 channel, we call this the money channel. And people often think that, oh, in order to make a lot of money, I have to have this channel. And this is not the case at all, like not the case at all. There are people out there that are millionaires and they don't have this channel defined, right? Um, so it's not a guarantee that you have a certain gate or a center or a channel defined that is going to create you a certain outcome. This is simply energetics. And what is the case is that when you have something colored in or defined, I want you to envision that those energies, that is like your home base. It's going to feel super familiar to you. And this is the energy you are like sending out into the world without really doing anything. Yeah. It's like a radio station that is sending these frequencies and energies out into the world. And what can happen here actually is that we hold back oftentimes because we think we're being too much. And obviously, right, there are so many different um ways how this can show up and there are a total of 36 channel there's a total of uh, 64 gates in the human design chart and right now I cannot go into the details of all of this one thing that I can share with you from my experience is that again this 2145 channel is a lot about this energy of what I want 
And also it talks a lot about I, about my own personal individual experience. And oftentimes that was natural to me, or this is actually very natural to me to talk about myself. But often I learn, well, you're not supposed to talk about yourself. That's kind of um, too much in your ego, right? And so I held that back for a long time, or who am I to want certain things? And human design helped me tremendously to find that part back of me or allow that part of me that that was always there. Because honestly, everything in my human design chart, the more I dove into it, it wasn't necessarily something that I never heard before or knew about myself. It's just something that I suppressed, something that I questioned myself for way too long. And when I learned about my human design, I was like, oh, okay, it's all good. I can just do my thing. And that was very relieving for me. It was really like a pivotal moment for me in my life. And the other thing is also that, you know, now I have this 2145 channel. And this channel is all about um, letting go of control, but also being in control in some way, in a healthy way, where you like you like to manage your money and finances and you kind of like to be your own boss and boss and step into your own authority. And then the 45 is all about the actual distribution of resources, right? Where you're not just holding on everything to yourself out of greed and everything, but you really care about the, the tribe, the other people and sharing the resources and money that we have in a way that is sustainable for the greater good of all. And if you know me, I talk a lot about money, actually, and this doesn't have to be just in the context of money, but I really have this idea that we need to find ways where more people have more access to resources in a sustainable way, because I feel like we have a very imbalanced way of how we access resources. There are many people that are suffering way too much, and then there's people that are just having more and more and more and more, and it's never enough, and the gap is just getting bigger, right? So that's an energy that's naturally here for me that I get to express. And like I said, it took me a long time to actually own that part of me. Now, on the flip side, anything that you have undefined or white in your chart, first of all, what's really important to know is that there's nothing that is missing for you. It's not a disadvantage whatsoever. What is really important for you to understand is how this works energetically. So Anything that you have white and undef or undefined in your chart. So what, what is undefined we, or what is white we call undefined. And this energy you basically learn through others, through your interaction with humans. And this is also why it's so important for us to be with other humans. And it's basically you can take on the energy from others. You can amplify this energy. You can actually feel it very strong sometimes, even when we have the planetary transits throughout the year, the sun, for example, and the earth, they both move through all 64 gates in the human design mandala, how we call it. And anytime the sun is in a specific energy, like for example, when I was born, it was in gate 13, the sun. So for everybody in humanity, they kind of felt this 13 energy stronger when the gate 13 was in there. And this happens every single year, right? And we also have other planets. We have the moon, for example, moves through all 64 gates in a matter of 28, 29 days. And then we have other planets like Pluto. They're more slow moving planets. They are hanging out in some gates much longer. 
So we are, just through the transits, we all learn these 64 archetypal energies. And then we have people that have them defined, right? So we tend to also pull people into our lives. And this happens from you trusting yourself, from you trusting your authority, what feels right for you, what people feel good for you, for us to learn. There's nothing like you have to mentally figure out in your head of like, okay, who should I be with so I can learn this energy? It Your body will always guide you. And there is this notion in human design that says, okay, we can get more conditioned in any area that is undefined or wide in your chart. And I have to say that, yes, maybe, but I have found from my own experience and the amazing people that I have had the honor to work with so far that we can really get conditioned anywhere on the chart. Like I was telling you with this 2145 channel, I was deeply conditioned. I was afraid to really express who I am and what felt so naturally to me. I was always to talk about money and resources and talking about my own experience and being really passionate about it. And I thought that, well, I shouldn't really like money so much. Yeah. And what is undefined, we can get more conditioned because let's say you are around a person that is very much in the lower expression of a certain energy. So for example, the Ajna center, if I'm around a person that is very much in the lower expression. And so for the Ajna center, for example, what can happen is that you have a very limited view on things and it's all certainty and it's this one way of doing things and there's no other way, right? And my undefined Ajna center, I can pick this up and I can easily take on other people's beliefs and view of things and think that's the truth. And then I kind of lose myself in it. And especially when I'm around too many other people and one person has this very strict one-way view and another person, oh, it's this view, I feel like, oh, I'm totally lost and I don't even know anything. And so I have learned that it's very important for me to be discerning and not just buy into people's ideas and beliefs so quickly because for my undefined Ajna, actually, I have a gift of seeing things in multiple different ways. It's much more flexible. It's like, okay, it can be this way. It can be this way. And yeah, this is your truth, but it doesn't have to be my truth. And I can accept that we all have different perceptions and we have our unique truth. So in this way, also the defined Ajna energy through my reflection back of this can also learn that or understand that, okay, not everybody may necessarily agree with you or um, it may not work for them what works for you because this is the one way it works for you. So this is where I have found human design so helpful because it just has given me this understanding that what I have undefined is so fluid for me. You know, I can take on somebody else's energy. I get to taste it. I get to amplify it. I get to feel it really strong. And then if I'm out of the person's energy, it may feel totally different. And then I'm around a different person's kind of energy. And then over time, I start to learn. I, I start to become wise about the energy of how to correctly use this energy. And so there is no, like I said, there's no right way or wrong way to do it. And one thing that I want to really highlight that is so important, we never ever want to use human design to say like, oh, I get conditioned by people that have the center defined or I get conditioned by people that have the center undefined. That is absolutely missing the point of human design because we are here 
to learn from each other. We are here to become wise to, together about these energies. And the thing is, if everybody would have the same chart that I have, it would be very hard for me to learn anything, right? Because it would be so fixed. Everything would be kind of the same. But because people are so different, you take on these different energies. You get to experience this in a different way. And even people that have certain things defined, similar to me, also through sharing our experiences, through having conversations, we can learn so much from each other. And I find it ex extremely beautiful. And I want to invite you to actually see everything that is in your chart as a gift. Everything is exactly how the way it's supposed to be. And also, you know, if something doesn't resonate or you feel like it doesn't serve you, then leave it. You know, human design is here to expand you into who you really are and let go of who you're not. But it's not meant to put you into a box or even question yourself more in any way or form. And one thing that is also quite beautiful that so the gene keys have kind of they have been birthed out of human design in some way by Richard Rudd. And he's also very familiar with human design. He was first also into human design. He also wrote books about it. He was one of um, Ra's students as well, just like Karen Parker. And he brought into the world the gene keys, right? And the gene keys are also, so we have these, this gate 13 and my gene keys profile is, there's this gene key in my gene keys. It's also, it's just these 64 archetypal energies. And while these specific gates or gene keys that are here on my human design chart, they have specific relevance because this is based on the time I was born. And I have found the more I dive into these energies, the more I can open up and then the more I actually understand these other gates and gene keys, like these other 64, right? The ones that are not in my chart defined or activated. And I have found that all of them are relevant to us. Just like I was sharing with you earlier, like we have all of the chart. It's not that something is missing. It's just how you experience the energies either that it's coming from within yourself and you're sending this out into the world and you're actually here to do that so other people can learn from you. Like this gate 50, for example, I have this three times defined in my chart. This is like my home base. I know this and I can talk about it and I can teach you about it and all of it. And for people that have it undefined, they may learn it a little bit through me and another person and here and there. And then over time, they become really wise about it. But it doesn't mean that the energy of gate 50, which is all about responsibility, about taking on responsibility for our life, but also learning to set boundaries. So we're not taking over everybody else's responsibility. And then we are kind of burning ourselves out because we're doing everything for everyone. And there's some guilt oftentimes in this energy, like, oh, if I'm not going to do it, they're going to get mad at me. And so I'm going to do it anyways. So we can really get into overgiving. So is this energy only relevant to those that have gate 50 defined? Absolutely not. However, through my own experience, I'm really here to shine this energy out into the world so others can also learn from this. And then the energies that are undefined, we take them on from others. We get to taste, we get to sample. And so over time, we become wise. And going back a little bit to the jinkies, so in the jinkies is a little bit different. We have a certain like path there that we go through these energies. And in the end, Richard Rudd, at some point, he actually mentions um, that it's kind of a joke in some way that 
you start to realize that all these 64 gene keys, they matter to all of us. Yeah, it's just that through diving into your particular ones, you kind of unlock that quicker and you get to understand all the 64 archetypal energies in such a beautiful way. And like I said in the beginning, it's it's in a way it describes how the universe works, how we manifest, how we are living our most effortless path or least resistance where you are living out your unique purpose. And this is not something you have to mentally figure out in your head. This is something that actually comes to you and you are here more in a way responding to life, to what it brings you to the learning lessons and shining the gifts out into the world that you naturally have. And if I was going to make this very simple with human design and also the gene keys, the biggest message really is it wants you to trust yourself. And the other thing is it's asking you to shine out those things into the world that it comes so damn easy to you. Because anything that comes really easy to us, that is a gift that has been given to you. And we tend to think so quickly, ah, because it's easy, everybody knows. I had this with human design in the beginning. I think I've talked about this a lot. I always thought that, well, this human design chart is super, super easy, right? It's like first grade math. Like one and one is two and that kind of stuff. But I have noticed and learned over time and I had to receive this feedback from people or I had to ask questions and listen to people like, no, Annalena, this is freaking complicated. I'm confused. I'm overwhelmed. What are all these numbers and all these lines? I'm lost. That's when I started to realize, you know, through other people in my life, oh, wow, I guess it's not normal or like standard that people understand human design in such an easy way like I do. And hence, it is my obligation in some way to share this natural talent that I have with other people and make it more practical and simple for you. So I want to ask you also, like, what are your natural gifts and talents? You probably know, but you may think, okay, yeah, I'm really good at this, but who, who wants this? Or how can I make money with that? I'm telling you there's something there. The thing that really lights you up where you have the sparkle in your eyes and you're like, oh my God, this is fun, right? There's something there. And I have done too many human design readings now, like every single time. It's that thing. It's just that you don't trust it. It's that you think it has to be hard. We have been, as a society, we have been so conditioned that it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be difficult. And obviously... It doesn't mean with human design, everything is going to be easy and there's not going to be any kind of challenge come up. I still have to work through stuff. I still question myself and I still have to show up consistently. And sometimes I don't feel like it. And I have moments where I feel low and then I feel happy. And, you know, it's part of being a human. But there is this overall pull from the universe where I just know, like, I'm supposed to be doing this. And it it's a theme. It's just... Is this joyful thing for me that just comes so easy. So I would love to hear what this is for you. And I hope this was helpful for you guys to understand a little bit better the defined and undefined areas in your human design chart. Again, you have nothing missing. It's exactly the way it's supposed to be. What is undefined, you will learn this anyways through all the transits that are always, always going on every single year constantly and then the people that come into your life and you can trust that whoever's right for you you're going to attract and some relationships are for a short period of time some last a lifetime some are for medium amount of time so there's always what we need life 
puts in front of us. And ultimately, we are all here to learn and master these 64 archetypal energies. Hence, I'm so passionate about it. And I'm going to continue sharing more about this. So share this episode with anybody that you feel would really benefit from this. And I'm, as always, really excited to be with you all on the next episodes. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.